It's a bolt. We gotta plant a seed for the future. Hey, we the best! Let's go show it! What a grab by Mike! We gotta plant a seed for the future. Lunges into the end zone! This is where you rise. This is where you shine. This is where you become the greatest of all time. History in the making. This is LA Football Mondays. Anytime Eric Dickerson gets a step, he's gone. Talking all things football with Rams Hall of Famer Eric Dick. Eric Dickerson. Brought to you by your Southern California Ford dealers. Visit buyfordnow.com. And now, on AM570 and live on the iHeartRadio app, here's Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, and Eric Dickerson. Well, ready? And uh, we continue Fred. on, Fred Rogan. I got yeah. it. Rodney yeah. Pete, Eric Dickerson, and uh, we got the breaking news. Yeah. This just happened. I mean, literally just happened. That phone was blowing up during the break. Just happened. What happened? USC has fired Clay Helton. I'm shocked. I- I'm shocked. What did did, did, they, did they lose to Stanford? Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm shocked. Wow. What took so long? That at home. <laughs> what took at home. what took so what took so well, long? Wow, ugly loss. Yeah, it was uh it was not pretty at the Coliseum on Saturday night. Boy, that was yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked about it a little bit in the first hour, E D, and um it's just it, that that one uh, it, it whether it happened now or at the end of the season, I, I, I didn't know if it was gonna happen this soon, but um it was that's a that that loss was a hard one to come back from, Fred. Let me uh, tell you something, Rodney. Yeah. I, I was walking, but I was in Dallas, Texas, and uh, I, I came back Sunday morning, and I was at, at, a, at an event. Matter of fact, Nancy Lieberman had a, a real nice event in, in Dallas for a foundation. Oh, but Nancy anyway, Lieberman. I yeah, like Nancy so Lieberman. I, I, it's a great woman. So I walk yeah. by the TV, and I see the score. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I, you know what I thought? I said, oh, this is an old rerun game. That's what I thought. I said, mm-hmm. this, I, said, I, 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 said I know that ain't happening. Then as I found out it was happening, I said, oh, somebody going to get fired after this. <laughs> so she yeah. like, wow. I would, I'm going to say, I'm not shocked. But let me, yeah, let me ask what, you a question, Rodney. Let me ask you this, Rodney. You know, because you hear from so many of your alumni. You know, you hear from so many. You know, I, you know, I talked to Marcus. I talked to, you know, Chris Hale, boy, Chris Hale. I talked to, you know, Brad. But a lot of guys that, 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 that went to USC. You know, and, and some guys sit on the, on the fence on it. I mean, some guys said it should happen years ago. Some guys said it shouldn't have happened. Uh, should you know he never should have been hired, you know he was the wrong guy for that position, you know and and what's your take on? It? I mean, what's your, what's your real take? I mean, what I mean, it, what, was he the right guy? Or was he because because he's been there? For, how long has he been there? He's been there a long time. Long time. For, this is his for being the wrong guy. Stint, second stint as um, as an interim. Well, he did two interim head coaches, and they finally gave him the job. Um, but yeah, it it was just circumstances that I think allowed it to linger on and you know a couple times he won enough games to 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 hang on like there was one year i think i believe they were ready to ready to let him go and they go on a, they they change quarterbacks and go with sam darnold and they go on and win like nine straight games and go on and beat penn state in the rose bowl so it was That's like okay job. yeah so he's got it now he's got a lifeline for another year or two and and then coming into I think before COVID hit that was going to be it. and they brought in a new athletic director that was going to be it and we'll give him one year and COVID hit and they had 
Yeah, we're having some trouble with Rodney. We may have to reconnect with him. Uh, Yeah, here's what's interesting to me, Eric. So people have been for years, years, hinting at the fact, and some not hinting, some yelling, that uh, Clay Helton should be fired. And for whatever reason, this performance on Saturday pretty much finished it, and then everybody jumped on board. You know, all during the process, there were times where people would go, yeah, but eh, maybe, eh, he's all right, eh, he figured this out. After Saturday, everybody jumped on board and said, what are you doing? You've got to make a change. Bill Plaschke wrote an article in the Times today and basically savaged him, just went after him. Not And not unfair. Mm-hmm. Not unfair. But, you know, Bill wrote that. Uh, there seemed to be a groundswell of people all of a sudden saying something needs to be done right now. And I'm surprised, actually, that they did pull the plug Right now, I mean that's well, I, that's I, I, reactive. I'm I'm back, and I was just finishing up. But yeah. I, I, yeah, I hear you saying, yeah, I was, I, and I'm I'm not again. I'm not a guy that likes to fire people in the middle of the season. Never been a, a fan of that. Um, but I will say, I, I'm not. When I just saw that during our last break, I'm not exactly surprised because I was there, and it was it was an embarrassing loss. It was an embarrassing moment. For USC and and you know the school's got so much pride that certain things once you you know once that happens it's 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 not quite as bad as Lane Kiffin and on the tarmac where Pat Hayden fired him before he got on the plane um but it was an embarrassing night and I think everything surrounding that day the build-up it was gonna it was a big you know tribute for 9-11 it was the excitement of Stanford Pac-12 play and then to get embarrassed like that where you've already kind of people are on the fence about whether or not he should stay, uh, that embarrassment I think was too much, and it would it, it it just would have been an uncomfortable rest of the season if he stayed because he would have gotten like he got booed when he interviewed at halftime. He would have got booed when he came out on the field. It would have been, and they've got a lot of games left, so the fan base, especially the student body, it would have been ugly at the Coliseum going forward had they not made the change. I'm not surprised by it, actually. Well, but the thing that surprises me is this is, you know, they couldn't have done this on their own. Now, whether Mike Bone was brought in a couple of years ago to clean this up and take them out, I don't know. But I know this. This is a direct reaction to the media and the outrage over what happened Saturday. And you know something? You need to take care of your business before it gets to that point. For it to get to that point, You've misplayed your hand. now, And and I'm sure they have to buy him out. Uh, Now they've got to basically, and they can, rebuild their football program and try to get it back to where it was one of the powers on the West Coast because it's not right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm just so surprised that now they... A lot of people believe that, including not people that close to SC, but a lot of people believe that USC was going to be in the mix this year. You know, they had, you know, quarterback that's in his... You know, played three years now, is ready to go, take the next step. COVID coming off of COVID. They had great recruiting class and, and then, you know, some some stars, you know, coming back. I think that a lot of people felt that USC was definitely going to win the South and then possibly, you know, be in the conversation. 
Um, but the start of these first two games were just evident that they were nowhere close to where to where everybody, at least internally, thought they were going to be, and then certainly nationally. And then to lose like that on national TV and get embarrassed at home was just a straw, I think. Okay. Well, I, I have a couple of questions for, for you guys. First of all, I'm going to say this much here. You know, I, I do like USC. You know, I, I have no tie to USC. It, it was my my third choice to go there. I mean, I'm gonna, and I think the reason I didn't go to USC was just because it was too far at the time. I mean, I had a great visit when I came out came out to visit. John Robinson recruited me, but I, I do like I, I, I like the school and I like to see it do well because I'm, I live in Southern California and I know so many USC you know players like you, right? And I know a lot. I know a lot of you guys. And and the thing is, is, is you take such pride in your school, like all of us should. I mean, you take pride in your school, and you want the right guy there. So I'm gonna ask you. So now, who will take over as head coach? You think who will be who will be the next interim oh, head coach? Dante Williams. Yeah. So he. So so he. So so he's a new. So my next interim. question is an so, interim head coach. So my next question is, you know, how do you think the players feel about? Because you know, sometimes the players have a, a feel, how they feel about certain coaches. Like, man, that's my guy. You know. You know. So. What what have you what have you heard about for the, how the players feel about the him him as a coach? Oh, the players love him. Players love him. Players love mm-hmm. him. You know, and even the guys that uh, that are no longer no longer there um, that played for him, absolutely. You know, they love him. Again, he's he's a great human being, nice guy in the world. But sometimes, you know, it's like you know, like Nick Saban. You know, Nick Saban, not the friendliest guy in the world, probably outside of football and his players, not a whole lot of people really love him or like him because he's edgy like that. But he, he knows how to win and get the most out of his guys, knows how to recruit. And, get, and those guys know that going there, they go, it's a stepping stone to playing in the league. Um, so everybody, I think the players like him. It's just, you know, when you look at that, especially as an alum, you know how you, you look at your school, Eric, and you kind of reflect back to the days you were there and the edginess and the attitude that you have. That's what you feel like. That That's that's what we are. And that has been missing, uh, yep. to be honest with you. That has been yeah. missing, like that edginess that we are USC. We're we, we going to come out and dominate you. We're going to be, first of all, we're going to be physically better than you. And then mentally, we're going to wear you down because we are that school and we're going to intimidate you, and we're going to win the game. We're going to take you out of the game by halftime. You ain't going to want to play no more. That's the attitude that, you know, you get recruited on, and that's what the the guys before you say. And so over the last, you know, several years, really since, you know, kind of Pete Carroll left, there wasn't that attitude. And mm-hmm. and a lot of people believe it's directly, you know, comes from from the head coach, which is a lot of – which is a reason why a lot of people were upset when they didn't hire Ed Ogeron. Uh, mm-hmm. when they had an opportunity to hire him and uh, because he he kind of epitomized what the fight, the spirit, the, the toughness and all those things as a head coach that USC loved and they didn't hire him. So a lot of alums were upset about that to begin with. And I think now, you know, it was just a he, – he would have had to go undefeated through like nine, ten games for some controversy not to happen. And then with an ugly loss like that, it was – it kind of it was inevitable, you know. And I think of some coaches, like I, I, I talk a thing about my old coach Ron Meyer at, at SMU. Now Ron was a great recruiter, great recruiter, and he was a good coach, but he was not the best at X's and O's. I mean, he just wasn't. But but he could he could pick talent, you know. He could motivate you. But you know, we had we had great coaches. We had other great coaches, and sometimes yeah. I mean, like like some guys aren't the best head coach. They they're that they're that that coach that can get you fired up to play, fire you up. And that's what Ron Meyer, and he could recruit. I mean, if you came to, if he can recruit you, 
you were pretty much going to go there. That's how it worked. <laughs> Unless somebody gave you a better offer, that's what it was. And that's what I'm wondering about, about, you know, him. I mean, it was he that guy with, I mean, did he, he didn't, like I say, he might not have been the right guy to coach the team, to be the head coach. Yeah. But, you know, did, did and he you not know, have, yeah. Sometimes, did, some guys. Did, did he not have the right guys under him? You know, just like like at the office corner, defense. Like sometimes you got to have the best guys there. Other yeah, like, if you're not that guy. We, we, yeah. we, need that, we need him as offensive coordinator. We, we need that guy from USA. We need that defensive coordinator. Eric, Eric, but here's the deal. Right. Clay Helton was not allowed to hire his own assistants. So what? At the end, yeah. Yeah, at the end, the school decided. Well, that don't even make sense. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's unfair. So either you're either you're that guy at the top or you have, like you said, Eric, you have those guys around your offense, defensive coordinator, special teams guy, or your linebacker coach or your offensive line coach is that guy that everybody like, okay, he's our man. Right. Um, you know what I mean? And, and we had that. I mean, the USC has kind of been notorious for having that. It was a legendary guy that coached all through McKay and John Robinson, Marv Goo. And you ask any Ooh, SC know, person, they know, know who Marv Goo is. Oh, yeah. Mar- so Marv coached the Rams. That's Durant. right. So you know Marv. He <laughs> bled Cardinal Marv, 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 he, yeah. he, loved, he loved USC. Yeah. So me? that's who they sent out to go recruit, to go close a deal at some point. You know what I yeah. mean? They're like, Marv mm-hmm. Goo talked to you, man. It's hard. But um, but you're absolutely right. They need to have that. And and Fred's right too is that they they kind of took that away from him. And he's had so many turnover in terms of offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators, and and they they've kept him around. And, and a lot of times those decisions were made for him of who he had to hire. And um, but some guys, you know, some guys are better equipped at being assistant coaches than they are head coaches. Yeah, that's why fall into that category. And that's why I said that's why I said sometimes you you. You're a you're a, a figurehead, but you have the the really good coaches under you, which make you look good. Where where other teams are like, hey, I need to, I need to get that that offensive line coach over there. You know, I like like Bill Callahan. This use him for example, and he's in pros. At, at, uh, he's at Cleveland. Like people want Bill Callahan because you know, man, if you want to run the football, this is the guy we need. We need to get that guy. You know. So now Mike Bone is on the clock, the athletic director there. Uh, first USC's got to pay off Clay Helton, so they worked out a deal there, I'm sure, and he's gone. Now, Rodney, what I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, now this is going to cost them real money because they've got to rebuild this thing. Like a guy like Bob Stoops, who's available. You've got to go get somebody with proven success. Now you planned the name your game, team. Fred. I thought Bob you did. hated the name game. I do. <laughs> but, but you've got to. You've, well, all right, let's not say play the name game. You've got to find somebody with an awful lot of ability and an awful lot of success. I mean, I'll give you a guy right now that you wouldn't think. And when I say it, you'll say, who is that? The guy that was at Kansas State, Chris Kleinman. He was at North Dakota State, Division Three. goes to Kansas State, really turned that program around. He, I'm not saying that's the guy, but that kind of guy. That kind of guy that is How long has he been there? Success. Two years. He turned it around? Yeah. They're Where's good. It? They're very competitive. Where were they last year? Um... They played in a bowl game last year. Wow, wow, wow. So did the little you, sisters of the poor play in a bowl game. Was that coach available? Little sisters of the poor? Five and six. Five and six to go to a bowl game. Well, how many bowl games has USC played the past couple of years? I heard that. The last couple of years? They they turned down the bowl game last year. They turned down the bowl game last year, didn't they? Yeah, they turned it down. They've been to go bowl game every year. 
But I, you can go, like Eric said, you can go everybody. They got eight million bowls. You can go to a bowl. Bill Snyder was the one that built that program at, at Kansas State. It wasn't this guy. Yeah, Bill Snyder did. But yeah, they, but so they it wasn't like he turned but, it around from no, but Bill they, Snyder, who had a really good program at Kansas State. No, they had, let's be real about no, it. No, but they had struggled. They they were on the tail. Yeah, end. but he's been the there two way. years, and let's not let's not say okay, he's the second coming of John McKay because he's been at Kansas State after legendary Bill Snyder was there in his two years when he take the team to when he does Matt Rule and takes a Baylor team that was basically you know death penalty and then yeah. gets them in the conversation like Baylor was for the last for a few years before then yeah you can talk about it but I also think that the people were were really, you know, a lot of the heavy hitter alums were upset because they felt like they didn't really go hard at Urban Meyer. Yep. Yep. That that Urban Meyer yep. didn't get that job when I think in essence Urban Meyer was waiting for Jacksonville to back up the truck for him. And uh, Luke <laughs> Fickle's name came up too, by the way, the head coach of Cincinnati, just say that. who Mike Bone has been connected to. Fred, I think you're probably angling for somebody like Matt Campbell. Who's at Iowa State, and they've been really mm-hmm. good the last seven or eight yep. years since. Now he's been he has there. turned that around. Yeah. He's turned that around. Somebody like that, who his name was rumored before too. Maybe you even try to poach Chris Peterson out of retirement and see if he can do it, if he's willing to come back. Yeah, but- I, I mean, I mean, I think any, think about you. When you say USC, I mean, I think anybody, you, I think he'd jump out of retirement to go to USC. Because USC, I mean, I'll be shocked if he wouldn't. Yeah, the rumors are, Eric, that he wanted the USC job before, but because they wouldn't give him what he wanted, he decided to take the Washington job instead. Mm, well, so Chris Peterson that. apparently wanted the USC job years ago. Didn't Chris right. Peterson come down here and interview, and they said, all right, now explain to us how you recruit. When, when you walk into a room, you know, what would you say anyway? Are you insane? I've won. What, yeah. what kind of questions are these? Yeah. He goes, no, yeah, he, I'm not He won at that. Boise State. He didn't win at USC. And he didn't win at Washington. So let's be clear. He took Washington to the playoff. USC would kill to get to the playoff right now. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, Chris Peterson it, was one of the hottest it, names in coaching for a long time before he for left. For a long time. You know, all, Rodney, where, where, where did Washington go after they went to that playoff the first year or second year he got there? Oh, they had struggles, but he still took them there. Exactly. You know, you know the big thing about it is you, you can talk about all these coaches all you want. You've got to get the players. You know, the, the same yeah. thing in the NFL. You, 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 if you ain't got the exactly. players. You, Which is care. why the recruiting question is important, Fred. There you, there you go. You could, you could, you, I tell you what, you take away the players that Nick Saban has and give him some players like the ones that I saw at my school, like, like say they get better than like five or six years ago. Nick Saban couldn't win with them. I don't care. You you got to have the players. And SC used to get those players. The guys, you know what amazes me is years ago, players weren't leaving Southern California. They, they if they they did, they may go to UCLA. That but they 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 weren't leaving Southern Cal. They're gonna get the players in Southern Cal. And then they would have two and three of them. They have two and three running backs from Southern Cal, you know, two quarterbacks in Southern Cal. Yeah. But now players are willing to, you know, look, because it's something that's turned them off. Or, or something that's drawing them out of the city. I mean, because why would you want to leave L.A.? <laughs> yeah. And they were, you know, yeah. and people weren't, you know, look, Pete Carroll wasn't exactly the first choice either, but he worked out and he he figured it out early of of how to win in college football. And and he brought the, he brought the university back to, to prominence, and it was that again. It was like yeah. they were turning down guys, guys that were these big-time five-star recruits you know, that wanted to go to USC but ended up at Oregon because USC already had three of those guys at that yeah, position. Yep. And see, and that's yeah. that that's what we had at SMU when Ron was there. We didn't have enough scholarships. When you when you when when you got when you could turn down players, that's yeah. when you know that's when you know you're recruit whoever whoever is doing your recruiting is doing it right. All right. How about Jack Del Rio? 
Defensive coordinator in Washington now. He went to yep. USC. USC guy. Yeah, he was in the running for this for a minute. I think his name was thrown out quite a bit. Um, it's almost like that's kind of what a lot of um, a lot of SC folks kind of cry about or, or really want, even with Mike Bonehire, um, and as, as you know, kind of as bad and unceremoniously firing of of Lynn Swan or even uh, you know leaving of, of Pat Hayden. People still at SC want to see SC people in there. And, and people that get the heritage and the history of the school in there. So, yeah, you're going to see Jack Del Rio's name come up definitely at the end of the year. Can you do that to a detriment almost? I mean, you look at what Michigan yeah. is doing with Jim Harbaugh right now. You they all, yeah, You know, so I think it's important, but it's not everything. I don't know if you should No, put it's that definitely above. not. I mean, Pete Carroll didn't have any ties to right. USC, really. Um, and, and, he, and he made it work. But I think deep down inside, if there's all things being equal, they want, you know, at least – Somebody has some history of USC or even a big-time school. Well, somebody's going to get a big check. Yeah, well, they're going to have to, you know, and that's kind of been the other thing. USC necessarily doesn't – well, they, they pay the head coach, but they don't necessarily pay the assistants, which right. has been the problem over the years. Right. So they've, they've got to really turn it around and, and get it figured out. But uh, that's it. Clay Helton is gone at USC. And our visits with Eric are brought to you by the Ford F-150 with combined toughness and intelligence. Test drive one at your local Southern California Ford dealership today. All right, spirituality will be next. AM 570 LA Sports. From the Rams to the Raiders to the Chargers, this is LA Football Mondays on AM 570 LA Sports. Eric Dickerson, Fred Rogan, and Rodney Pete are presented by your Southern California Ford dealers. Visit buyfordnow.com. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a it's a exciting, entertaining, lot of action. Smorgasbord, full buffet on a Monday. On LA Football Monday with my man, Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson, Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan. Let me give hey, you a name. A lot of stuff coming at us. Let me give you a name. Give me a name. How about Eric Bienemy? Oh yeah, I've been mm. hearing Eric on my text string. That's all people are saying: Bienemy, Bienemy, Bienemy. I don't think anything's gonna happen until you know season's over. Obviously, you can't, uh, you know, in terms of names, who's gonna be interviewed. It's just it's gonna happen all season long with names, names, names. But SC's gonna have to ride it out, um, you know, with the interim coach right now. And, and see where they go from there. Well, Mike Bowen did yeah. uh, release a statement, too. He did say, over the next few months, we'll conduct a national search for our new coach and actively yeah. and patiently pursue a coach who will deliver on the championship aspirations and expectations we all share. So Let me let me, let me ask you this question here. Would, would SC hire a black head coach? Well, he's the black head well, coach in the interim right now. Yeah. I ain't talking about the interim. He go 9-0. He go 9-0. He, 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 may, he may keep it. That's kind of he, almost he, what uh, Clay he, did one year. He, he, he should keep he, it. He, he but but, so, but why he, why, why you got to go nine and zero? Let's, let's yeah. go seven two. Well, wow, he's <laughs> part of the, he's part of this regime that they may try to clean house with. So who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but uh, you know, first but of all, you know Eric, no, no, Eric, no, Eric Bieniemy should be a head coach in the NFL right now. He should, right, he should be a head coach. Right, that, that's right. He should be in the NFL. But 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 uh, but forget that part. Would they be willing to hire a black head coach? I mean. Did they say he's not an I think so. Though? I think really? so. I think so. With with Mike Bone being there, I I think yeah. I think it's. Yeah. I think yeah. they would. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't question that by my own university. I mean, that's, I, mean I call yeah. it like I see it. I mean, I I just don't think yeah. 
they, they would do that. And they haven't. I mean, they haven't. So I, I think that um, it certainly should be an, a point of emphasis, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Most definitely. Okay. Just a, just a, just a, just a question. Just a question. Sorry, the enemy wouldn't be bad. He was a recruiting no. coordinator at UCLA for a few years. I yeah. think he's the one that got Mercedes Southern Lewis. Southern California ties. Yeah, he yeah, got Mercedes absolutely. Lewis and MJD away from USC who were recruiting them those guys hard, so he wouldn't mm -hmm. be bad. No. Yeah. No, you're right. Okay. All right. Well, this story is just starting to be written, and now we need some spirituality. We're way behind, but we still have to have it, and Eric, you look forward to it every month. I can't wait. I need some. I need it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh... As a bit of uh, enlightenment here, we have about four minutes with a daily haiku at two <laughs> with Vic. Vic, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Fred, GP, Goatee Possum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we have two minutes. Go get your boy to make some t-shirts. What's his name? Go get your boy to make the t-shirt. Make some t-shirts up. Go T-Possum. Go T-Possum Love it. Love it. Rodney Pates, good afternoon. And my choice for the next head coach of the USC Trojans is Rodney Pete. Come on now. Go on. Go. Lobby it, Vic. Lobby it up there. You know, obviously, you can't break the cardinal gold rule and turn the Coliseum into a mausoleum on Saturday night against Stanford. He broke that cardinal rule, got blown out by 14, and they weren't even close. I understand the firing, and Mike Bowles got work to do. Yeah, he does. Got work to do, and uh, it's going to be a hard search. And I, I, I'd be working, at, I'd be grinding right now, I'd be interviewing right now, because this is a, a turning point. UCLA is number 13 in the country, oh, exerting yeah. pressure on the SC program. They're out of the top 25. Worse. You're right. Uh, they're, out, they're out of relevancy, and that's, that's, that's the key. They're not relevant anymore. Yeah. You must stay relevant. And SC became irrelevant on Saturday night. You're right. It was He's executive producer. Stadium. Oh, that stadium must have been uh, oh. just horrific. I just... Uh, oh, yeah. Horrific. I, I feel for SC fans. It's been, you know, Helton's been there. He's what six years. He's won sixty games. But in the moment, it was Michigan. Yeah, that's good at Idaho State. It ain't good at SC. Mm. <laughs> he's executive producer. He's relentless. He's multi-skilled. He's Kevin Figgers now. Come on now, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ones and twos, threes and fours. Every audio nuance you hear is from uh, the very capable hands of Ronnie Fascio. I'm feeling you, Vic. I'm feeling you. Quickly, I have a lot, of, a lot on my mind before we get to the haiku. And of course, I want to welcome back the crown jewel of, of football, the ambassador, the Hall oh, of Famer, yeah. Eric Dickerson, back in the house. How do you do now? What's up, my man? Love, love, love being e. back. Ed, miss you. Thank miss you, Ed. Hall of Famer. Oh, your Rams look great last night. My they, goodness. They look good last night, didn't they? Woo! Matthew Stafford almost perfect. Yep. Jefferson, he's moving on up. That first at 67 yard <laughs> touchdown to Van Jefferson. Oh, yep. man. Bam! Shape of things to come. But listen, who watched the uh, VMAs last night? Was it just me? 
Video yep. Music Awards with the with the Moon Man MTV. Doja Cat has taken over entertainment. I think she, is that another costume change from Doja Cat? I think she's wearing a sofa on her head today. That's nice. <laughs> I like the look, the chair, the whole thing. Doja Cat was unbelievable to me. Yeah. Out of Tarzana. Okay. Grew up on an ashram, an ashram, an, an ashram in, uh, in the West Valley. What's an ashram? Oh, it's a spiritual, uh, a spiritual center. Okay. Yeah, come on. It's a spiritual center. Come on they now. Be- the beautiful. They have special so, ones. Yeah. People go all over the row for an ashram. Fred. Okay. No. Yeah, That's and I've had it with, uh, with, uh, with Bieber. Entertainer of the Year was not Justin Bieber. Entertainer of the Year was Megan the Stallion. Ride Stallion. You know, so MTV, you blew it there with people. Enough with people, he's played out. Vic, you know what? You know what? You know the entertainment that we crave right now more than anything is the haiku. Right now, we need it, Vic. Brenda Ganim, your favorite, Fred. Oh, good. Brenda, on this haiku on this Monday, September the 13th. Brenda Ganim? Base is loaded. Base is loaded, y'all. A full moon clears the right field fence. I'm feeling you. Brenda Gannam. Ooh, she went with the full moon, Rodney. Oh, she captured it right there. Always the erotic haiku. Captured it. You know what she's thinking about? What's she thinking about, Fred? That full moon. Over where? I'm not talking about the moon over uh, her city. You know not her. talking about the moon over right field? That's what I'm, well, we're talking about the moon in right field. Somebody probably bent over. Oh, Freddie. You know Brenda Gannam. Still got to give those Dodger tickets away. We're going to do it during this break. Together, all right, we can make things happen. Presented by your Southern California Ford dealers. This is L.A. Football Mondays. Visit BuyFordNow.com. Now, here's Eric Dickerson, Fred Rogan, and Rodney Pete. AM570, L.A. Sports. Hey, Brian and Covina, way to go. You're going to see the Dodgers tomorrow night. Take on the Arizona Diamond Pack. Backs, it's a four-pack of tickets. Keep listening all day today and to Dodger Talk tonight after the game with David Vassay for a chance to win tickets to tomorrow night's game. Brought to you in part by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And our visits with Eric on Monday, brought to you by the Ford F-150. With combined toughness and intelligence, test drive. One at your local Southern California Ford dealership today. Eric, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Way to go, Rams. And... Go get them tonight, Raiders. Rodney, you okay after what happened at USC? I think I'll survive, Fred. Just a new, another transition. Come back stronger and better than ever, Freddy. All right, we'll do it tomorrow. Uh, Kevin, Ronnie, thank you both. To live and die,